The Big Small Business Show is proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The Big Small Business Show, proudly sponsored by MTN Business. This is the Big Small Business Show, the show for all our wonderful entrepreneurs out there. All of you have gone through highs and lows and highs again and lows and maybe we're catching you on a day when you're having a high and maybe we're catching you on a day when you're having a low. The epitome of that uh, journey is in studio with us today. Her name is Janine Hills and she's the CEO of Janine Hills Authentic Leadership. She's got an incredible entrepreneurial story that's incredibly inspiring. And for those of you who are right now in that low, listen up. Welcome, Janine. Wonderful to finally meet you, as I said, in person. And thank you for inviting us to the studio. Always great to meet the team. So you've had uh, uh, one heck of a journey as an entrepreneur, the ups and downs. I mean, you, you make uh, a roller coaster look tame. Just in a few minutes, just pray see your, your journey as an entrepreneur. It was interesting because, you know, believe it or not, in grade 10 was when I did my first entrepreneurial little course. And I didn't come from a wealthy background. In fact, I came from an extremely poor background. And uh, that's where I think I started really getting to the understanding of you can do better in life and um, having sold fish to help uh, pay for some of our holidays. When I say holidays, really survival holidays with my father. From the age of 13, helping him answer the phone calls, deal with clients, deal with whatever. You learn to understand people at all different levels. So at a very early age, it was survival. And from that, I learned to go, okay, how, what does it take to run a business? But it takes a lot of discipline, a tremendous amount of knowledge, tremendous amount of wisdom, and of course, cash flow. And if you don't learn those things at a very young age, it becomes a, a, an interesting walk. And so from that sort of journey after I left school, I didn't go to university. I unfortunately was in that era as a woman that was expected in the Eastern Cape to be barefoot and pregnant, as we always know that saying. And uh, we weren't treated very well and we were always second grade. And it was very difficult to get through and overcome that from a confidence point of view. So I suffered terribly from low confidence for many, many years and um, never really believed in myself, never, because I never believed that I could amount to anything. I wasn't expected to amount to anything. And um, then joined the hospitality industry in Elon. I think that was one of the greatest gifts that I could have given to myself because that was just an innate learning of servant leadership um, and understanding how you can deal with presidents to CEOs to the gentleman behind the camera and working with people at all levels in works, walks of life. And that's an art. That truly is an art um, and being respectful to people as you move through the walks of life as an entrepreneur as and as a person even in corporate. And moving from there, went into corporate and that taught me the discipline. The final discipline is really when I worked in the banking sector. That was fantastic because all the spirit of what I'd learned came together in undoing a lot of the bad habits that I'd learned in certain elements of, of certain sectors. But in banking, I truly learned discipline of delivering on exactly what you say. 
Um, so quite an exciting journey, but certainly starting from the, the from beginning. From the bottom. But then you hit the bottom again in 2008. You lost everything. Well, I mean, you know, an entrepreneur, I, I do not like the fact. So, so please know this. Don't tell me that I must become an entrepreneur after I've lost everything. So I don't like that. I really don't like those lessons, to be very honest. I know a lot of people think it's, they can brag about it. I really do But how did you lose everything? You know, that thing called Eskom. You yeah. know that thing called Eskom that yeah. we all love yeah. to hate? Yeah. And when Eskom decided to shut down in 2008, that was the first hit that South Africa really took. And we talk about it hitting corporates. It talks about, we talk about hitting South Africa. It hit SMMEs in a very big way. So I was forced to sell my home. In fact, none of my employees even know this. That was in year five of the business. And um, I had to. I had to sell my home. I sold everything. And to keep the salaries alive, to keep the employees alive. And this is something you don't tell the market. Because why? You're building a reputation management business. Mm. So you need to keep the sustainability and you need to make sure that people have the faith and the trust in you. So that was the very big knock that I needed to move in with my partner. We managed to make it, you know, survive and, you know, and a couple of bread and butter days. And yes, the peanut butter and Marmite is a, is, a, is a good taste. You learn to love it. And that's how you learn to build a business. And slowly but surely we came right. But it was incredibly tough, incredibly tough. A lot of entrepreneurs in those moments, and you speak about sitting in a staff not knowing, there's this um, almost imposter syndrome that is, is going on where you know back at the ranch, or not the ranch actually, back in the, in the shack, you're eating Marmite and, and, and peanut butter, but you are in the reputation management industry, you're supposed to be talking about good things on that dissonance between what you're portraying and what, what's really going on in your life over this big hope that you're closing that gap. Now, how do you manage that? How do you manage that gap and that dissonance? You know, I went to see one of my old bosses, Michael Yudon, mm. and um, he was, you know, founder of eBucks, as you know. And I worked at his side for four years, and a great leader, mm. and certainly Paul Harris. These are not name droppings. This, these are really gentlemen that I walked at their side. And I remember in 2000, I made an appointment to go and see him, and I said, Michael, I need your help. What on earth do I do? And Alan. He's looked at me and he said, Janine, I've known you for a long time. I trust you. You will make it. Just hang in there. Keep to your business strategy. Keep focused. Keep at it. It's a numbers game. And it is. It's about being focused, believing in yourself, knowing that you will turn this corner because the market turns. But also one needs to be agile. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. I reduced costs, reduced overheads very quickly and made sure that everybody was looked after. Most importantly, the employees, sustainability, customers made sure that the return of the payment cycle was reduced and, and also had to just balance how I managed my own stress levels. That was the most important. But Michael definitely believed in me at that stage more than I believed in myself. And that was the inspiration I needed. Yeah, and that, that story of somebody else believing in you is, is a common story in, in a lot of entrepreneurs and sometimes it's, you know, an uncle and sometimes it's a complete uh, stranger and sometimes it's, you know, somebody in your industry. So, you know, you're, you're, so you, you recover from that, you, 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 you're going up and up and then in one Twitter war, you lose six million rand. 
six and a half. Six and a half. Don't Sorry. forget the half. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, I think the world comes to test us at times in our life, you know, and and I think we all go through that journey. And I think it's about how centered one is and how you can navigate through these challenges. Um, one thing is to maintain your own personal stability is crucial. Um, reduce, as I said previously, do exactly the same, reduce overheads, make sure that you stay very centered and, and live within your means. I think that's one of the most important things. And realize that the tides turn. Mm. And um, I just sold my home at a huge loss, huge loss. I'd just gone through a divorce and I just sold my company. And then through that process of selling, six months later, a Twitter war arrived on my doorstep in the middle of COVID when I was literally on survival. So I'm lying on the couch, can't breathe, literally keeping myself out of hospital. I have the Morningside Clinic 500 meters away from me. I'm keeping myself out of it at that particular point in time. And this Twitter war breaks out and my previous company's name is made mention of, and because of a, of a contract that they do, which is completely above board, it's a reputation management contract. But because these things are sensitive, they sometimes turn into a crisis, and it's now being managed by previous shareholders, weren't getting a reaction from the shareholders, so they came at you. They came to me. And because I'm the founder member, obviously I became the target. And it was not pleasant. I have to be honest with you. It was the most... I remember that. Do you remember it? I remember. I watched that. I watched that and I felt for Jeff because it was vicious. It was really vicious. It was vicious. But you know, Alon, what was very interesting, you know, I think things are changing now. All those people that commented have removed all their um, comments. Um, I think people started to realize this, 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 the truth behind this matter. What was very interesting is all the people that queried me being a shareholder and being on a board, there was no board, there was no shareholding. I was the bank. I funded the sale, which is unusual for an entrepreneur to do in funding the sale because it was the only way that we'd come clean and make it easier for an exit. So we've got two minutes left. In that, I want to talk about the, the company Janine Hills Authentic Leadership because you sold that and now you you've started something again right because that's what entrepreneurs do right so what is janine hill's authentic leadership well you know after i'd gone through this trauma okay because i can only call it as a trauma as an entrepreneur going through this trauma of letting go so much of what i'd built up over the last 40 years and i sat back and said okay so now what i had no plans I hadn't had time to plan because things had changed in the sale. What we agreed to in the sale didn't happen in the end. And that I think is quite a big learning for all of us as entrepreneurs when we sell a business. Sometimes it doesn't pan out the way you thought it was gonna plan, and that's okay. So while I was dealing with my own personal matters of letting go, I think, okay, what now? What am I good at? And that was the big thing is what do I enjoy? What do I have a passion for? And what I really, really can master. And I really believe in teaching and sharing that knowledge that I've gained over the last 40 years in building reputations and being authentic leaders. So that's what I do today. And uh, and who's your client base? I have a few. Oh, no, no, not the names. But no, no, is no, it no, sure. Corporates? Is it a small business? Is it both? 
You know, interesting enough, uh, both. Um, very much top-end corporate, um, very much, uh, which is a privilege, an absolute privilege. So chairmen of organizations, uh, board members, CEOs, and also up-and-coming CEOs. Certainly on, on, on my, um, I would say my books, really, I don't like working, like I sound like a banker, but really on, on, the, on the leadership programs is really up-and-coming people that really see the benefit of investing in their reputation, their brand and reputation to build their business, which will ultimately impact on their, their bottom line. Janine Hill, thanks so much for sharing your story, your incredibly tumultuous story. Um, and for many of you out there, I'm sure you can relate to, you know, expecting something and not achieving it and then things coming out of the blue unexpected, you knocking you off your path and then having to get back onto your path. and it's just so great to see somebody with such a positive attitude and um, also supporting entrepreneurs and corporates in authentic leadership. We'll be right back.